Hello everyone, welcome into Rank Masters. This is, what is this? Uh, episode 22? 21? No, because I think 21 was last episode. I think that was the, 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 I'm just uh, going to keep desserts. saying the. Desserts. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. Desserts. There we go. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Trace and I am here with. Me. Just me. No, no one else. Seth you don't get Lee. to know my. Ah, damn it! <laughs> you use my full name too. Not even Seth. I just Sethly. Wow. Sethly. Uh, we are the critics of internet lists. <laughs> if this is your first episode, I'm so sorry. I don't know where this intro went. Hey, if I... this is your first episode, honestly, good introduction to who we are. We. We're, we're the it, we're the critics of internet lists, but we do not stay on topic whatsoever. And I suspect today is going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> and we're actually horrible critics. We're, so. we're very bad at criticizing lists. Um, no, uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah. I'm in a hurry because we've had to move this around. I don't know how many times. Yeah, and this... I'm stressed. And Seth is dressed like that I'm, because I, he's a superstar. I know. I know we um, have a few like audio listeners that won't see how I'm dressed. I just got back from an interview and I was wearing like a full suit and tie and everything. And then I'm like, I threw off the jacket and started recording the moment I got home because I'm like, oh god. Yeah, because this is like a moment that we have, and I don't know when we're gonna get a moment like this again. Next Sunday, we may have to record like four episodes. I mean, like. honestly, if we take a break, it's not that bad. I know a lot of podcasts that like don't upload for anywhere from one to six weeks, and then they just come back. It's like it wasn't even a season of break; it wasn't a hiatus. They're just like, eh, we we couldn't be bothered to record something. I'm like, you know, what? if we miss one week, it's not the end of the world. I'm proud of the fact that we haven't missed a week so far. <laughs> But I'm okay if we wind up missing, like, one or two. <laughs> okay, well, I'm happy that you have that sense about you, because I don't. There's some okay. panic in me. Understandable. There's a fire underneath me that scares me. You should probably uh, get that taken care of and sit on some water. <laughs> Seth, what do you know about one-hit wonders? Uh, I, I first learned the term from Phineas and Ferb uh when they described i'm lindana and i want to have fun as a one-hit wonder because lindana is phineas and ferb's mom and that's the only like understanding of one-hit wonders i have i assume one-hit wonders are songs that got popular and then it's like the only popular song of a given band or, or musician or something like that <laughs> but i wanted to give context <laughs> no you're completely fine i completely forgot that was a i thought you were going to talk about love handle and i was like no no sure they, they had like two songs yeah, it's like, I, I, like technically, I don't think they're a one-hit wonder. They're, they're pretty close to one-hit wonder because, like, all you really know is the the one song, the the heart one. Yeah, yeah. The, the I don't even one. know the name of it. <laughs> you snuck Neither your way right I. into my heart. Yeah, that one. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a better song, love handle. <laughs> but they they also well, did uh, Robot Riot, didn't they? Yeah, in the Phineas and Ferb no movie. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is Bowling for Soup did a version <laughs> of <laughs> of the opening theme song. Was it a version? <laughs> I thought it was the full thing. I thought it was like the original opening theme. No, I don't think they did the original one. They ha they did a version. Okay, fair. It was played in one of the episodes. I don't think it was the original one. Gotcha. Um, I honestly think the original one was probably recorded by the, the two guys that made Phineas and Ferb because they were very musically inclined. I mean, they're the ones who did most of the love handle music. Bowling for Soup uh, is an American pop punk band. Uh, they yeah. they performed the theme song to Phineas and Ferb as well as its extended edition. And they co-wrote it too, apparently. Wow, really? Oh, really? So that is them. Interesting. Okay, neat. Huh. 
Damn. Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> anyway, are we gonna are we gonna get on topic? Is this? I mean, it's tangential to the topic. This this is the topic we are talking about. The we're talking about okay. Phineas and Ferb today. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your plans, Trace. Phineas this is my Ferb. list now. <laughs> Top one hundred Phineas and Ferb episodes. Let's go. I mean, no. that would barely be half of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah there's a lot God. of them and there's bringing it back to so we are going to the hits.co.nz which i'm pretty sure is new zealand yeah i think that that sounds like new zealand um so i guess we're going all the way to new zealand for this list of here are the 20 biggest best and worst one hit wonders of all time oh interesting uh, I don't. And since this isn't in new zealand some of these songs i've never heard in my life i was gonna say so, i've also i I don't listen to music very often. Yes. So I probably haven't heard most of these. Yes. And this is going to be an interesting audio episode uh, because yes. I don't think we can get the legal copyright to play any of these songs as like a demonstration. No. Technically, okay. If you want to get into it, technically we have the legal defense of whatever Fair YouTuber use, screams every time someone does something. It, Which, that's a whole topic in itself. Fair use is a legal defense. It is not a right. So you can't just claim fair use. Yeah. The only time you can use fair use is if you are being sued, Correct. then you can say, no, it was under fair use. And let's be and honest. someone who had to take a media law degree, <laughs> uh, degree, sorry, a media law class that I fucking hated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. But, but yeah, it, it, technically, if since we are literally critiquing the work... And talking about the work, we are allowed snippets. Are we critiquing the full work? But that's the thing, though. Are we critiquing the work, or are we critiquing the list? I mean, I will also be critiquing the work as we go through the list. You can. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be capable of that because I will probably not know. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, take a guess. I haven't seen the list. Take a guess how okay. many I would know. Because you've seen At the list, least. but you also know, like, you thought I would know a song that I I didn't know in the past. I want to say at least three. <laughs> you think I would know at least Out three? 20, All right. I think you know at least three, maybe four. Maybe four. Oh, that's pushing it, buddy. That's uh, pushing it. I would be impressed if I know one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, my main goal of this is, like, telling you about how these were big hits and you reacting to, like, the premise or even stories of some of these songs. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm down for this. Because one-hit wonders have a very weird trajectory in the way that they work. How, how the first so? One, so? Elaborate. Okay, one-hit wonders. Like, <laughs> you have to wonder... Weird. Yes, you do <laughs> weird, have to wonder. Wording. But you have to you have to think like, okay, how are they able to get one song to be so successful and so remembered, but everything else that they ever put out was just not good enough so th there's things that happen industry things could be talent things could be a whole slew of problems that happened and that's where it's very interesting i've been on a kick of relearning one hit wonders and learning about them yep. and figuring about like todd in the shadows has one hit wonderland one of the best youtube series of all time huh. that i've also been going through again um do you want to get started with the list hey question trace yes am i a one hit wonder <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I I had Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and then nothing else came close. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, Tracy just gave me a fucking crisis. Oh, God, God damn it! <laughs> no, I don't think you can consider that a one hit wonder because that would be like if an album was a hit, right? No, it's like a whole slew of work. Well, I think the 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 video essay I had about the WiiWare Pokemon Mystery Dungeon video. 
That got a hundred million views. A hundred million? No, sorry, a hundred thousand. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait like, a minute. Wow, Wait one minute. of the biggest, <laughs> biggest <laughs> fucking videos on YouTube. You know what? It's not there, but it can be. Come on, give give me a hundred million views, y'all. No, I mean, yeah, like the the randomizer series playthrough. It got consistently around five thousand views each. But then my which is good. my my single greatest video, uh, or most viewed video is a hundred thousand, and that is. 50,000 more than the next greatest one, which was me just, it was just a clip compilation from Alfred Deluxe. Yeah. So I don't, I think I'm a one hit wonder. <laughs> and that's sad you to think about, actually. <laughs> so put me on the list, damn it. Well, there are some people who have very successful careers after being a one hit wonder. In, how? In different ways. Do we'll they, get do they sell their we music whole... as elevator music? We have a whole entire list to get through of how people can be successful, not be successful. It's a whole thing. Maybe you need to move to Europe because that's a that's a through line in a lot of these things. It's, it's like, Europe. Not successful here in America, but over in Europe, they were superstars. Huh. I mean, that reminds me like uh, uh, Caramello Danson, you know? Yes, that is not on this list. I mean, that wasn't Europe. That was more Asia. It got real popular in Japan, despite being a Swedish yes, song. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, I've distracted you enough. It's like we're, what, 10 minutes of the recording now? <laughs> so the number one, what, what they have here, I don't, they're not numbered. It's just 20 in a lump. But coming in on their first on their list is Los Del Rio with the Macarena. Okay, I do know the Macarena. I was <laughs> like to say, it's like if you don't know the that, Macarena that, <laughs> out of everything, you've never even been to an event. You've never turned up at the function. The only time I've... Okay, I've heard the Macarena in two different places. One of them was at a high school, like, fucking winter formal dance. And yeah, the other time was every time I went roller skating. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> There you go. Like, literally, if you have never been outside of any type of function that involves music, like, I'm sorry. Like, I guess you don't know the Macarena because it's everywhere. <laughs> so, Los Del Rio is actually like, um, I, no, I'm not going to restart my computer right now. What? Find me tomorrow. Thank you, Windows. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my good. Why? Why is it forcing a restart today? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but Los Del Rio, um, what I know about them is that like, they did have like a storied history in Latin speaking countries, Latin speaking, Spanish speaking, <laughs> they Latin speak countries. Latin, <laughs> they speak Latin. No, they speak Spanish, but Latin countries. Yeah. 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 Like, I think they started like making music in the sixties, I think is what I remember. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. And then Macarena became famous and like there was a radio remix that was the big one and that's the one that you mostly hear now and then there's the one that has that one english verse from that one like female lead <laughs> that was added in there because they th they thought that it wouldn't spread even farther without the english part in it huh and there's this whole entire story like the version of macarena that you know and love can be completely different from a version of the macarena that other people know and love interesting i guess that i mean that makes sense culturally because that happens with songs all the time especially if they have translations or remixes because that mm -hmm. that can definitely change no. what version of a song people hear and then there's like the christmas version of the Macarena. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's like a bunch of Christmas, like, 
I think it just says like verses from a bunch of different Christmas carols over the beat of the Macarena. <laughs> it's not good. It's really bad. But interesting. It, it is something that occurred. I'm gonna have to look at this least up. In life. <laughs> no, you talk about winter formals. I remember going to one of the dances, and one of the girls there decided to be fun to give the 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 person who won as like homecoming queen, I think, a lap dance. Huh? Oh yeah. Interesting. Um, you had a very different high school experience than I did. I yes. <laughs> um, this was actually my prom date later on. So go her. Hell yeah! Powerful. Uh, the, the one that gave the lap dance. She's yeah. fantastic. Love her. Aww. Wish her nothing but the best. Um, but she's like, I'm gonna go give the homecoming queen a lap dance, and she started doing that. Um. And we all like circled and cheered and had fun. And then one of the super religious teachers, like the one who did the youth group after school. Oh, comes, no. Starts marching over. And she was like, put that chair away or this is being ended. We're going to stop. And so we had to put the chair back to the table. And no. <laughs> not do any more lap dances. That poor chair. The chair, all, all the chair wanted was a lap dance, dude. Like I know, the poor chair. Chairs are meant to be sat on. You know, that homecoming queen now has a child and is a single mother. <laughs> that, do you ever really think about that? Like <laughs> half the people I knew from high school now have kids and I'm yeah. just I'm sitting alone. Uh, well, not I'm, I'm sitting on discord talking with someone who lives <laughs> hours away uh, <laughs> after having a professional interview pantsless uh, <laughs> pantsless good yeah i'm not wearing no. pants right now i did at the interview don't worry don't worry no the interview you also did not have any pants honestly you know what if i thought there was a potential that not wearing pants would get me a job hell yeah i would <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i literally i met up with one of my friends from high school this week weekend actually neat like probably my best friend from high school she was driving through with our parents on this long road trip and she messages me at 10.45 p.m. fucking in the close to night. That is late. And she's like... <laughs> Seth, here to state the obvious. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, thank you, because my throat was, for some reason, being... No, it's okay. I'm, I, it happens. Tis the season. You know, we're all congested. But um, she's like, you live in Stated City. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> and she's like... Okay, cool. Um, I'm here right now. And she would not tell me why or like for how long. Like she just kept on giving me like one word responses. Come to find out is because she was driving like an <clears throat> irresponsible, horrible person. I mean fair. Um and uh but no, finally she was like, Do you want to have breakfast with me and my parents? And I was like, Yeah, sure, because their parents are also like someone that I was always, always over at their house, so they knew me very well. Oh, were you okay, so, so a few episodes ago, we talked about like universal queer experiences that we don't think are queer experiences. Did you try to impress your uh, your friends' parents so that like they would like you more than they would like their own kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've heard that from a number of queer people, and I'm like, I'm wondering. Oh, so you've you've heard that? Not I have. Like you did that? Not like you just admitted to doing something? Well, no. Because <laughs> the, the first time I ever heard about it was on Dropout. <laughs> 
No, you're like, yeah, I totally didn't do that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I desperately um, would try to make sure that these parents knew that I was not interested in their daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, I had mostly female friends in high school, so I would constantly have to be like, you don't worry. Like, I wasn't going to come out as gay, because that was a crime. Imagine being gay in the Midwest. I could but, never. Uh, but I wanted to like somehow convey to these parents that I wasn't going to do anything with their daughter. And so I'm like, please, I like, she's literally taking me to go into her room to show me jewelry. Um, and, but I am straight, <laughs> but that's what we're doing. Yeah, Don't uh-huh. worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, how do I convince these parents that I'm not here to do anything? Like, <laughs> I am a, I am a gay man, but I'm not a gay man actually. Yeah, obviously. Weird. That's a universal gay experience. That is very I true. About, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know about stealing a parent's, <laughs> like, please love me more than your child, kind of thing. Uh, uh fair enough. Maybe. <laughs> the next song on our list is also one that I think you may have heard before. Uh oh. That'd be two. That's Lou, Lou Bega's Mambo Number Five. I don't recognize One, the name. One, two, three, four, five. No. Oh I swear to God, if you have not listened to Mambo Number Five, that's a crime. Is this the one? Like I, I know of a Mamba like that was popular. I think it was a one-hit wonder, but it was like a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of Monica. Yeah, yeah, that, that one. Yep, that is Mambo number oh, that, five. Oh, that is Mambo number five? Okay. That is Mambo number five. Why is it called that? I can't remember. Because <laughs> there were no previous Mambos. This was Mambo number five. Interesting. It was the only one that Lou Bega did. Oh, interesting. Um, well, I do, he's German. I don't think Lou Bega actually was a one-hit wonder because he did uh, some TV promotions where he sang songs about Pokemon specifically the pokemon anime uh and yeah, that that's that all was, i know about lou Vega. <laughs> that's he's still a one-hit wonder um <laughs> yeah, yeah but he's so, he's famous for a song about misty <laughs> yeah his misty no he also did one um you may recognize him from a song that played at the end of Stuart little what huh <laughs> yeah. huh? that's the only other song that i think he ever did that had any type of like push like actual song not just like a commercial song interesting like an actual song that had any type of little push and it sounds almost exactly like mambo number five <laughs> like it is literally like a carbon copy anyway man's yes, got typecast a common misconception is lou bega isn't from anywhere like in latin america or like even spain <laughs> he's from germany he's a german okay good for him doing mamba yeah talking about okay uh, yeah, yeah. I, I see no as, problem with that this isn't as stunning to you as it is to most people i mean i understand like there's a cultural expectation of what mambas are and who performs them but like people perform music that's not you you're allowed to perform music that's not just the cultural music from your area you know yeah but also he dressed up like a stereotypical person from Latin America. Okay, that is a little creepy. That is yeah. that is no, a little fucked up actually. I, I was like there there was a little bit there was a little bit of something going on there that was not correct. Interesting. But, Good to know. <laughs> um as far as I know he also may have put on a little bit of accent. I can't remember exactly. I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to sh- shit on Lou Bega more than I already have. Also, that's not his name. His name is not Lou Bega. I mean, yeah. Um, don't don't a lot of musicians change their name for like professional like we, well, we all reason, have a stage name like mine is seth <laughs> yeah and mine is trace yeah clearly but and, 
So, oh, wait, wait, wait. His 1990 song, Mambo Number no. 5, was a remake of Perez Prado's uh, 1949 instrumental piece called Mambo Number no. 5. So, so it maybe was, there were it was just a Mambos. cover? It, it wasn't a cover. It was a reimagining, pretty much. What's the difference? <laughs> the, the difference is that a cover is like it's going to be pretty similar to the other one. A reimagining is like you are reconstructing this from the ground up. You're just being like inspired and kind of trying to make it to that same level of what you're being you're reimagining. Huh. Okay. Fair enough. It's the same reason that I hate when people um like take a song that like they've just changed the lyrics, but it's the same thing, and they're like, oh, it's a remix. It's not a remix. No, that's that parody. parody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've all seen it. So Weird Al. <laughs> um, I was uh, like, that's parody. That is not a remix. Yeah. Um, I do think, but uh, his name's David. Hi, David. <laughs> that's i don't know how to feel about that i mean i know a few people named david you know they're pretty cool but, but uh so it's it's theorized that he changed his name to lou bega because that sounds more latin he just hated being german didn't he he's like <laughs> well, fuck germany like his middle name was like lou bega or something like that like i can't like i don't know like it looks like it's just lou bega huh but it's like a david lou bega <laughs> then, Wait, David like, La David Labega sounds like a fucking rap name. That sounds great, actually. Right, like his name isn't bad, but he changed it to Lou Bega to be a Latin singing performer. Dude, David Labega, that's a cool ass name. I love that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I opened our shorts tab. I'm sorry. It's fine. This this guy, this episode's gone off the rails. I mean, good Where's... news is neither of us are recording our desktop audio, so that didn't. You know, that's not going to wind up in the episode. Huzzah. Unless I edit it in just to simulate how it feels. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> We've got a lot of songs to get through. Next one. I, maybe. I hope you've heard this one, too. This is my other. They got. They're like, let's get the Seth hits right on the top. <laughs> and then the rest of them, you are not going to What's know. number three? Uh, Gangnam Style by Psy. Of course I know Gangnam Style. I'm sad about this one, though. Man. Why? This This takes me back to fucking middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it also takes me back to middle school. I remember listening to this uh, during band. <laughs> like, literally, I believe it was someone's ringtone <laughs> that played during band. I remember, man, my 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 youth group did a Gangnam Style back in, at like a church location that no longer exists because the building got bought by a real estate like agency now. <laughs> mm. and I'm like, holy fuck, time flies. Uh, there was this guy in my high school, um, R Ricardo. Hi, Ricardo. And him and I, I. Yeah, name drop him, but not my best friend that <laughs> literally visited me. Anyway. Don't worry. Um, I, I also I'm have a story gonna and I'm not going to name drop at all. I'm not going to give her the satisfaction. We used to like <laughs> Gangnam style dance over it. <laughs> That's such a white fucking way. It is a very, uh, very <laughs> white way to say that. Um, but we used to do that over like any song that played. Here's quintessential 2012. Um, I remember going to a middle school dance and they played the song Moves Like Jagger. Huh? And we danced the Gangnam Style dance. Interesting. Over that song. <laughs> oh. God, middle school was embarrassing. <laughs> Um, if it, yeah, and some people would be like, what are you talking about? Kingdom Style wasn't a one, like, Psy wasn't a one-hit wonder. He also had his other hit with Jason Derulo, was it? Who the fuck is Jason Derulo? No, or Derulo? Snoop Dogg. 
Okay, I do know who Snoop Dogg is, barely. The He's the weed you, guy. <laughs> the weed guy? He's, what do you mean? That's Martha Stewart's best friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Snoop right. Snoop Dogg? Who's Martha Stewart? <laughs> oh, my God. She's not even a singer. you got to know who Martha Stewart is. I, I don't know people. You should know this by now. Names are not what gets stored in my brain. <laughs> but he had that other song that was like, Mother, Father, Gentleman. Right? Mother, father, gentleman. Like, I'm, I'm looking him up right now. Uh, gentleman, 2013. Yes. He also, exactly. He also had a song called Daddy in 2015. Good for him. No. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me your Gangnam Style story then. Uh, my my Gangnam one. Style, it's a little little less upbeat uh, than yours was. Uh, but this the reason this took me back to middle school is I had a, uh, a youth group in middle school. It was the one that got bought by, you know, uh, a real estate agency. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember we, we did the Harlem Shake, but with like we all only did the Gangnam Style dance at the beat of the Harlem Shake. Uh, and that was the only footage you can ever find of me doing either the Harlem Ooh. Shake or Gangnam Style. <laughs> but the reason this is sad, uh, one of the other people in that video uh, was an arsonist. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I went I went to youth group at church with an arsonist. Uh, and uh. I, yeah, uh, I wasn't emotionally capable of knowing that the, like, one, some of the earliest footage of my existence as a cognitive human being was with someone who killed people. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, I, I, I am stunned. Like, I, honestly, <laughs> normally, I feel like I'm the one who brings up the stunning. Like, no, this, this is my story. Me. This is your. This is your moment. This is my <laughs> moment. And yeah, I'm not going to name drop anything. I'm not going to even like say details of like what this person yeah. did because. I, again, I don't want to dox myself, and also there were survivors like of his family, and I'm like, I don't want to get right. like yeah, them please. attention, but like, I, it, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's I, it's one of those moments of my past that I'm like, holy fuck, I, I think that was the earliest exposure I had to death, just in general, and oh, I'm like, god, god damn, uh, but it was um, it was wild, and I, I, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, speaking of Harlem Shake. <laughs> Is that number four? No, 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 no. I just, the person who made Harlem Shake Bauer has like, for some reason, been recently reappearing in my life. Huh? Like all of a sudden his TikToks just started getting recommended to me on TikTok, obviously. Whoa, no. Constantly. (laughs) And also like, I think I, for some reason, like he popped up in like an interview that was recommended to me. And I'm like, why is Bauer continuously popping up for me now? Um, Interesting. And I guess, Shout out Bauer. Shout out to Bauer. Is he what is Harlem Shake also a one hit wonder though? Because I don't know anything yes. about him. Is that also on this list? No. Good. Because it wasn't that good. <laughs> Hot take. Um, yeah, it wasn't that good. Um, don't tell Bauer that. <laughs> so well, I'm for some reason Bauer strikes me as someone who's very insecure. And I like just He'll reply to something of someone like commenting on his TikTok, and it'll be like a very defensive like reply. And I'm like, man, <laughs> just stop that. Is it like straight up defensive, or is it more like passive aggressive defense? It's more passive defensive. So like, he's the Tony Hawk of of music. Wait, what the fuck do you mean the Tony Hawk of music? Like, is Tony Hawk passive? Like, yeah, passively very, aggressive, extreme. Well, mainly just be, due to people like not recognizing him. 
like there, there's there's oh. like a whole trend of him replying to people it's like hey this guy looks like tony hawk and he's like yeah it really does look like tony hawk huh doesn't it <laughs> well i mean a lot of people also comment on his tiktoks and they're like is that jack harlow because he looks like jack harlow yeah true um, and then he'll reply with like the most unoriginal comment ever mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, <laughs> like, just let it go. It's not that big of a deal. Just let it go. For real. Oh, well. The next song on our list. Number four. Um, a Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. I've never heard this song, but I've heard the Minecraft parody of it. <laughs> I, I know I know about the song because Elements Animation did like a, a thousand chunk <laughs> cover uh, or not cover but parody of uh, of uh, Thousand Miles. It's like Man. all about a villager walking a thousand chunks to get wood back because the Minecraft players stole it from him. <laughs> I'm... This is the only exposure I've okay. never heard, I've never heard the actual song, but <laughs> I think you're thinking of a different song. Am I? Because are you thinking of 500 chunks, a parody of 500 miles? Possibly. I thought it was a thousand. I would walk 500 miles if I... That's a different song. That's a different song? Are you kidding me? This is a thousand miles. I figured you would not know this one. Why would there be a thousand miles if there's already 500 miles? We don't... You just do 500 miles twice. You listen. It's like six minutes long if you listen to it twice. People are going to go off on me that know this. (laughs) I constantly get this song confused with Jar of Hearts. Um, which is another song you probably have never heard. I of. have heard Jar of, Har- Jar of Hearts, actually. This is another uh, middle school what? story. Uh, <laughs> we, sang, okay. we sang Jar of Hearts in our middle school choir in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> that, really? Uh-huh. God, it, it was okay. like it was like a really shitty like child choir like arrangement of it uh and one of like the star singers of our class i think who is a singer like professionally now uh he had like a major solo in it uh which having a male soloist for a taylor swift song is really funny to that's me. not a taylor swift song what who's it's it by not a taylor swift song oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna have to look. It's not Taylor Swift. I can't remember her name right it's, now. Who do you think you are, running around leaving scars? That one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so I know no, the song. Christina Perry. Oh, okay. It's a Christina Perry song, not Taylor Swift. The you Swifties see, are you gonna can... come for you. Who fucking cares? <laughs> so we were talking about a thousand miles. That's uh, by Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> so this song spent 41 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 and earned three Grammy nominations. Okay, was it that good? It is a one-hit one. It's an okay song. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Thanks, Trace. No, I mean, like, I can't... Like, the problem is, is I am having a problem trying to recall it because all I can think about is Jar of Hearts. (laughs) Which... Was oh! objectively a better song. Oh, uh, I just looked at the lyrics. Are you listening to it right now? No, I looked up the lyrics, and I, oh. I think it's the Making My Way Downtown one, right? No. A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. L- oh, lyrics. Shit, it is. Make, making My yes. Way Downtown, Walking Sorry. Fast, Faces Pass, and I'm Homebound. That- I was thinking of something else. Yes, it is that song, but I constantly think of Jar of Hearts for some reason when I see the title. <laughs> Interesting. I'm curious. And I'm like, why? But yeah, no. I've, uh, I've never heard any of these lyrics behind those, like beyond those first two lines. I've, really? I, those first two lines I've heard meme to death, and then the rest I've never heard before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I think that's why... I don't like the song as much as what everyone else does. It's because it's so overplayed. And also, I think of Jar of Hearts, which 
for some reason, has a much stronger melody in my mind. So I can think of Jar of Hearts is a beautiful song. Yeah. Leaving scars. Yeah. No, no, you've actually ruined that song. I'm, I'm going to think of a middle school choir now. Every time I hear, I wonder if footage of that. Ex- I wonder Jar if of Hearts. Middle school choir. <laughs> Don't tell people what you're looking up to find it. That's <laughs> well, no, I doubt I'll find it. But I wonder if like other bands have like sung the arrangements. Uh. Yeah, someone posted this. Someone posted the arrangements just as, as like a MIDI online. Uh, wow. There, there's Night Choir. There's Duke of York's Royal Military School Choir singing it. Uh, uh, Hong Kong International School sang it. <laughs> the the K the HKIS Grade Six Choir sang it. That was that's not even middle school. That's elementary school in Grade Six. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> this song is about a like a. Cheating man. Yeah, absolutely. I know, right? <laughs> Why are they getting sixth graders to sing this? I have no clue. It was it was really weird, but I think I do think it was funny as hell. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next one. What's up? Because we we uh, only have like what five songs, and we're recording for thirty minutes already. Yeah, soft cell, tainted love. Never heard. Did you say I, words? Oh, I heard painted yeah, and love, cell. but what the fuck is soft cell? Tainted love. Tainted or painted? Cell. Tainted. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, how do you paint love? Tainted Love is a song composed by Ed Cobb, formerly of the American group The Four Preps, which was originally recorded by Gloria Jones in 1964. I don't think this is the right one. Interesting. Oh, no, this is. So Soft, Soft Cell uh, did a cover, and that was their number one hit. And I don't recognize the Soft Cell version, so I'm not going to talk about it much. Why are so... Only, why are if your so... only hit is a cover... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're that's right. a problem. When we're talking about different ways to success, if your only hit is a cover, <laughs> that's because your writing sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, not to, not to call it soft sell or anything, who I've never heard of before, <laughs> but like, I'm sorry, your song sucks. I I just looked the song up. Uh, I don't recognize the lyrics at all, but I did find a bit of trivia that I think is very interesting. Uh, Soft Cell released his cover of this song on an album called Nonstop Erotic Cabaret. And I, you know what? Fair. (laughs) Based actually, actually, good name. Soft Cell. I apologize for everything I've said to you. (laughs) Maybe you did have some creative goodness flowing through you. I guess. I'm having to look up the Wikipedia of literally everybody you name right now because I know jack shit about people. Uh, What's next? What's next? I'm glad that you're learning. Uh, Tony Basil Mickey, also known as Hey Mickey. Oh, yes. I have heard this one. Hey Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey Mickey. Hey, hey, hey Mickey. Are there more lyrics than that? I believe there is. Okay, that's all I've heard. Any of them? Nope. I was going to say, I think that's all I've heard of it. And I, I don't think I've ever actually heard the real song. I've only ever heard people sing it. You've only ever heard people sing it back to you. Well, yeah, people do that. Like that—that that was one of the songs that I heard like constantly up and down like the halls. But it was only people singing it. It was never the actual song. It was just like when people the making hell a did joke. This out song of it. come out <laughs> because I feel like it was in the '90s, but it could have been earlier. Maybe it's like one of those things where like because Ni- it happened before me. 1981. Jesus Christ! That's what I was just talking about. I was like, it's one of those things is because it happened before I was born that I don't ever actually think about it as like being nearer or farther away from me. So it's like, oh, something happened in the 60s? That could have been from the 60s all the way to the 90s. I don't know. Well, hold on. Apparently, Mickey is a parody. Mouse. 
of another song from 1979 called Kitty. Originally titled as Kitty. Interesting. Huh. So again, we found yet another parody slash cover slash remix slash whatever the fuck you want to call it as a one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> it was recorded by the pop group Racy. Huh? That's that's who yeah, recorded yeah. Kitty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then why did you say it like that? I just thought it was funny. I just wanted to react. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty funny. Um, that's all I have to say about Mickey. It is one of those songs that is like so ubiquitous, like ubiquitous with one hit wonders. Yeah. There's no way that you can say anything more than what has already been said about Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Do you blow my mind? Trace, that's Mickey. literally your job, though. Your job is to add commentary to this kind of shit. Yeah, well, I don't care. Have you heard of Whip It by Devo? Like the drug? No, not Whip It's. <laughs> <laughs> whip It. Like, ooh, Whip It good. No. Do you know Whip It? No, nope, I don't. <laughs> it was used in a very popular um, cam- commercial campaign not too long ago. I, I haven't this, watched commercials is, in five years. Yeah, like I'm saying, it was like five years ago when it was happened. Like it was a while ago when this song was used. I looked up Whip It and it brought me to a dog breed. That's a whip, like whip it, like whip, like a whip it. Yes, not that, whip it. That's what I typed in. W h i p i t. It brings up a yes. 2009 movie and a dog. Okay, by Devo, D E V O. It's a it's a synth no, it's a new wave synth pop song. Okay, I found um, it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have it on vinyl. Um, but they're mostly known for wearing the silly red like hats that are just like Oh my god, yeah, they're their album cover. Yeah. Interesting. They, they actually wore those too in performances. Huh. Like that wasn't just a cover art thing. Neat. Cool. Nineteen eighties. <laughs> Yeah. What do you know about new wave synth pop? Jack shit. I know nothing about I know I know it's a genre. Yep, you are correct. <laughs> Boom! That's more knowledge than I've expe- expressed in this video so far. <laughs> this is one of those songs that like I would always assign to a completely different synth pop like band. Like when I think of Devo, I'm thinking like this band had to be so successful. Like, so ubiquitous, like, so tied to that genre, but they were only a one-hit wonder, and that's very weird. Because, like, I do that with other things, too, like, AHA, like, Take On Me's AHA. Uh Uh-huh. I also think, like, which is a one-hit wonder. Did you know that? I did know that. Because, like, to me, I think, oh, AHA must have been, like, such a very successful, like, well-known band. Like, they must have had a lot of hits. Nope, When I think of that, because that song is so goddamn good, but when I think of Whip It, I'm like... This song sucks. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, it's it's catchy and it's fun to say and sing, but like it's not like a good song in my mind. So I'm like, oh, they must have had other hits, and that's why everyone remembers them. Nope. No, they remember them from this one crappy song. I've never heard the song. I've, I'm, I want to listen to it. I want to know why it's so crappy. I'm, I'm... I I almost want us to take a pause for you to listen to it because I want to because. I swear you had probably seen the commercial where they use the sound. I haven't. Okay, I just listened to a little bit of it. I heard the boo-doo, boo-doo-doo riff. Um, okay. I, I've i heard that riff before. I don't think I've ever yeah. I don't think I've ever heard the song, but I've definitely heard that riff, and it might have been in a commercial. 
Exactly. Okay. Like this song is used a lot. Yeah, that one. I do. I do think I learned that riff at one point on bass just because my instructor wanted me to learn riffs, and I thought it was just something he made up. No, that's from a fucking song. Really? It's from Fuck Off, bass instructor. Just kidding. I love. I love my bass instructor. He was great. On to the next song. On to the next song. What's the next song? Fuck your bass instructor. I guess. But on no, to the next I, song. I love my bass instructor. He was great. He was. He was such a good person, and he taught me so much. Well, that's fine. I mean, I loved my piano teacher for as long as I took piano. Yeah. I mean, I still play um, bass. I just don't play bass nearly as much. As no. I okay. I'd like to so, play bass more often. Um, I constantly want to like post something on Facebook to like inform all the people from back home or family members that I am gay. I'm a queer little man <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. The only thing keeping me from that is the fear that my old piano teacher will see it and she will somehow oust herself as a homophobe. No! Wait, hold on. Make it, make your post like via a piano song. Like get a, oh get God. get a keyboard, start playing this really melodic, like this beautiful like undertone, and then just go, I'm gay, and then just keep playing, and like yeah yeah exactly you get it yeah yeah start right now, <laughs> <laughs> but just if it's a beautiful song, then she can't be mad at you for being gay because she can be mad at or she can be proud that she taught you how to play piano so well. Boom, <laughs> nailed it. Her pride, yeah. she will join you in pride. It's still June. But okay, so here's the point. It's like, she could be supportive. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard her opinions on the matter. It is just my fear that she will say something that'll out her as a homophobe to me. I wonder if we can like, be like stalk her on Facebook and find out like if she's ever said anything. You can about find out people. about anything else. I need to put my keyboard back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe you brought that whole thing out just for a visual bit that like all of our Apple podcast listeners won't even get to see. <laughs> yeah, I pulled out a full ass keyboard <laughs> and y'all are on Apple podcast. Dude, we have so many like Apple podcast listeners compared to literally any other service, which is Except interesting to for me. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube pops off for some And a reason. lot of those people are probably also just listening to audio and don't care about the video aspect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm glad. Do not perceive me. Oh, <laughs> okay. True. Bye. Bye, Trace. See ya. Be gone. Um, <laughs> our next song is the ketchup song. Huh? The the ketchup song by Lost Ketchup. What? The, uh, like about the the tomato paste? I don't know. So this is one of those where I'm like, I have never heard this song in my life. The, where was it a hit? The ketchup because, okay. song. The Ketchup Song um, is a no, is a debut single by Spanish pop group Las Ketchup, <laughs> taken from their de- their debut studio album Hias del Tomate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because they're fucking they're fucking their name is Lost Ketchup. Uh huh. Their one hit is the Ketchup Song, and their album title has tomato in the album title. <laughs> Well, they were they were ready to be a one hit wonder. They were prepared for this. Interesting. It was released in, on June tenth, two thousand two, and became an international hit the same year. It reached at least number twenty on the European countries and best selling hit list. Um, it was number fifty four in the United States. Whoa! I have never heard it. Fair enough. That's pretty high for a Spanglish song. Um, I don't even think there's any English in it. Well, here's... Okay, so I looked them up. Uh, okay. Hias del Tomate, uh, 
it is an album and it has four different versions of the ketchup song on it as well as <laughs> I, as well as multiple other songs uh but there's okay the the one that got popular is the ketchup song spanglish version then there's the mm, ketchup there's there's the ketchup song hippie mix then there's ketchup song spanish version and then the ketchup song instrumental but the thing about the spanglish the version i looked up the lyrics to it there's okay there are no english lyrics so i'm like i i don't know enough about spanglish to know why it's called spanglish in this case but there there's nothing english in this <laughs> maybe maybe i'm wrong um, maybe i just i I'm just not seeing anything. Okay, content. The ketchup song is about a young man named Diego who enters a nightclub. The DJ, a friend of Diego's, plays Diego's favorite song, Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. And Diego dances and sings along to the song, imitating its chorus with Spanish gibberish. (laughs) Actually, that's kind of cool. (laughs) um, If you don't remember Rapper's Delight, do you know Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang? No. Um, It's the song that goes, a hip... Hop, a hippie with the hip hip hop with the bang bang boogie. No. Okay. Sorry. I was like, the, I was like, that's also a famous song. Sugar Hill Gang, not a one hit wonder. The um, if you've ever heard this song, it's like dun, 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 dun. Okay, yes, I have heard dun, that. Dun. That is also a Sugar Hill Gang. Gotcha. Song. Okay, good to know. Not rapper's delight, but a different one. I learned how to play that Congo beat on the con- like on the the, the bongos. <laughs> I learned how to play that. Bongos are so fun to play. I love the bongos. I think they're mo- <laughs> that and the cajon were my favorite percussion instruments to play. And I'm not even a percussionist. <laughs> I was my school's best percussionist because I actually knew how to read sheet music. Hell yeah! Wait, how <laughs> everyone? You're supposed to like learn marimba and vibraphone, and that requires sheet music. How the fuck do people not know how to read sheet music? They didn't. Interesting. That's why it was the best one is because I could actually play marimba, vibraphone. <laughs> um, what's the the xylophone? All of those glockenspiel. The glockenspiel. I love the glockenspiel. Um, it's just I a was funny the, term. <laughs> I was the only one who could play those because I was the only one who could read sheet music. <laughs> So oh, you had these other it. people who were on the snare drum who could only do a fucking four count. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And I, one during one of our concerts, I was on the timpani. Ooh. Um, I was on the marimba. And I was on also a snare at times. But the other one, <laughs> what was the other thing I had to play? There was a third one that had to be right there next to me so I could play it all during this one concert. I know a lot because, of times they'll put like cymbals on, on marimbas. No, 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 no. Like, it wasn't on the same type of sheet music. Like, it was... Was it, like, chimes? No, I can't even remember what it was. But it sucked. (laughs) Because there were times during the same song where they... My music teacher would have to be like, Okay, the timpani is is way more important here than uh, this other thing that you're playing. So you have to play the timpani and forget about the snare part. Or forget about this part. (laughs) Because I was the only one who could play these things. I'm trying to think of percussion instruments that are less important than timpani. And I can't think of any. <laughs> it's, I mean, a timpani that's, is really just a boom, That's boom, really boom, sad. Boom. That's but, really, that's, um, I don't mean to insult timpani players. But that's actually, that's really it's, it's very sad. That's pretty but sad. Because like, like, we were playing songs that like needed those big dramatic booms to go along with like the thematics of it. Um, and like... You know, I wouldn't have a melody on the marimba or something. Uh-huh. Um, it sucked. 
uh, <laughs> I wanted everyone else to fucking learn their parts so bad. Okay. Flashback. I know we need to continue the list. Did y'all, oh, did your band make you play Sleigh Ride? Sleigh Ride? Yeah, the Christmas song. Jingle Bells? No, Sleigh Ride. Every every fucking year my high school made us play that and I know I wasn't alone cuz I I have uh, I've seen like various TikToks every Christmas season about that's like someone going crazy with the fucking whip block. Uh, it's it's funny. Yeah, no, I never had to learn how to play that. I don't know why. Interesting. That is a very, like, very common song that I've seen other people play. Uh-huh. I never learned to play it. Weird. Oh, I well. I also only had one year of... Uh, no, did I have two years of middle school band? I'm talking high school. Middle school is two years long. Well, I also, like, the <laughs> case, first school In case I, you forgot. <laughs> I, well, the first school that I went to didn't have, like, band at all. Okay. Um, And then I went, like, I moved in the middle of, like... Man, Rural Colorado's got it weird because the first <laughs> school I went to, like their middle school was three years long. It was. Well, so your middle yeah. school is two years. Well, too bad. Because in that school, it was three years long. That's true. Yeah, a lot of them are six, seven, and eight as opposed to just seven yeah. and eight. Uh, mine was seven and eight, but I, I forgot. Yeah, there's six and sometimes. And then we also had four day school weeks, not five day. Oh, that's cool, actually. That's I fucking feel like rad. I've talked about this before. Yeah. The first school I went to, it was, uh, we went Monday through Thursday. And then the second school I went to was Tuesday through Friday. I think I agree. I think we have talked about it, but I don't think we talked about it on Rank Masters. Um, yeah. And also the friend that stopped by that drove through and was talking, she's a teacher now, is Whoa. what her job is. Um, and she was complaining because she was she's moving schools and it's a bigger city that she's moving to, and they have five day weeks instead of four day what? weeks. So she's mad. God, imagine having a five day week at school. Ugh impossible i know i could never sucks <laughs> who could do that everyone else literally, <laughs> everyone literally else. everybody yeah oh. the next song on this list i also do not know and it's still my sunshine by len which was apparently a song by a canadian alternative rock band on their third studio album and it was released in 1999 okay interesting Never heard of them. Never heard <laughs> of them at all. I've also never heard of them. So we're moving right along, because who the fuck are they? By Lem. Or Len. Len. L-E-N. Lem okay. is a beautiful little man from Hollow Knight that sells you... that No, that sells you, but buys your little trinkets. Yeah, I remember Lem. The next song I love to talk about. It is <gasps> one of my favorite one-hit wonders of all time. Oh, shit. Are it you LaDonna? Metro Station's Shake It. Shake It. That's the, That shake, sounds shake, familiar. Shake, shake, shake it. That doesn't That's sound familiar. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to look up the lyrics to this song because it's about fucking hooking up. <laughs> and... Well, that typically hooking up involves fucking. So, yeah, I would assume yeah. so. Um, <laughs> I love this song mostly. One, I remember listening to this song. Okay, back in 2007, there was this massive blizzard that hit a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of places. Um, and... For part of it, we were trapped in my house, and for other parts of it, I was trapped in school. And honestly, this could be two memories blended together of a different blizzard where I was trapped in the school. Possibly. Um, I just remember it all as the blizzard of 07. <laughs> um, but I remember being trapped in the school. Not really trapped. It was like you were supposed to go there for heat and whatnot because they were able to get school like power to the school and nowhere else. Oh, that's good. 
Um, and I remember um, one listening to "Shake It" by Metro Station so goddamn much, and watching the really bad claymation Christmas movies. Actually, yeah, that's a. I I didn't have to do that during like a blizzard or anything, but I do remember bundling like hunkering down during bad weather and watching shitty Christmas movies. <laughs> so, my favorite love was the Rudolph because most... I'm a deer. Okay, but that's not that's not one of the bad ones. I'm talking about like Christmas in July no. or a Leprechaun's Christmas or something oh, like okay, that. Okay, I see, I see. Like the really bad ones that no one remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I love the most about Metro Station is a lot of people do not know this. Well, more people know it now since it's gotten like it's such an interesting fact. Um, yeah, Metro Station was started by a man named Trace. Hi, Trace. What's up? Can you guess his Can you guess his uh, last name? Well, I'm throughout. Already Any famous last name is Trace Cyrus. I was okay. gonna say I'm already it's on the Miley Wikipedia. Cyrus's brother. <laughs> this is Miley Cyrus's brother, who's Neat. the lead singer. Neat. Um, do you know who another person in the band was? Uh, Mason Musso. Mitchell Musso's brother. Who the fuck is Mitchell Musso? A co-star of Miley Cyrus on Hannah Montana. These two met on the set of Hannah Montana, and they decided to make a band together. Interesting. <laughs> and that's where Metro Station came from. Interesting. Not not you, because you. they were on the show, but because their siblings were on the show. Exactly. Huh. Um, I love this song because it is very catchy. Um, <laughs> critical reception was generally well received by music critics. Uh, Nick Levine of Digital Spy stated, Everything about this track, the fairly standard verses, the weedy vocals, the rather tedious lyrics is passable at best. <laughs> And you know what I say? Fuck Nick Levine. This song rocks. <laughs> um, it is very repetitive, though. I mean, um, that's going to be true about most pop songs. Yeah, but this one, like, literally the entire chorus is shake, 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 shake it. Shake, 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 shake it. Is it that monotone? No, I am <laughs> not about to try to imitate trace cyrus's what a horrible name by the way trace cyrus yeah because you got you got that double s sound like back to back oh yeah yeah it does it, it doesn't flow very well no it does not yeah Tr trust me i know yeah um trace my cyrus oh i'm gonna piss off everyone's cat right now no that's how you piss them off that's how you make them happy i okay that's true you're right i'm pissed off all the cat owners piss off all the cat owners no, I, if you haven't heard it in a while, dear listener, please listen to Shake It by Metro Station. It is such a good song. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really is, okay? I, I haven't heard it, so I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know if it's a good song or a bad song. I need to trap you in a car again for five hours. Yeah, you do, but then I'll just put on headphones you... and finish Dorohidoro, and then you'll want me to put it in through like the car radio because you because you I like listen listening. to Dorohidoro. Uh huh. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I remember last time we were on a car car trip. I get it. Yeah, I no, I need to trap you in a car again and force you to listen to one hit wonders. Dorohidoro. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Um, the next one is Tal Bachman or Bachman or however the fuck you say his name was. She's so high. She's so high. All right. No, yeah. don't recognize that. I'm looking at like, the lyrics. Uh, the most recognizable part of the song is like he gets he has like when he says high, like when she's so high. high. But I'm not going to try to hit the actual note right now. 
I'm guessing it was in falsetto. Actually, that I think that might actually be the note. Huh. I, just, I literally just did the note that you sang, but up an octave. So I, yeah, fair. well, that's like, that's okay. Huh. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that I was able to sing the right note just down an octave because I wasn't going to try to hit the one that's really fucking high. Um, but I, I can. <laughs> I'm not going to prove it, but I can. And how do I know this? Because I've literally been listening to this song all week. Yo! Honestly, fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's valid. This is, this song is on my The Best playlist. The playlist titled The Best. The Best? This is about 500 songs, and it no longer actually is The Best. <laughs> You've got too many damn songs, Trace. Um, Listen to less music, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but tell, tell Beckman's, she's so high. Like, it's, I, I don't know how to describe it. Actually, I just me... listened to a tiny clip. We were in the very wrong key. <laughs> We we're in a very wrong key. We we're like Probably. five keys off. Uh, but yeah, it, it just sounds like a rock song. It just sounds like traditional 90s rock, you know? Um, It was released in 1999, I believe, specifically. Yeah. That's off the top of my fucking head, too. That's not me looking at anything. I have. I'm reliant. I'm fully reliant on Google and Wikipedia at this point. Like, I, I, I'm not going to survive the rest of this episode if I can go like one song without looking it up. <laughs> I don't know. Just something. Uh makes me think that it's so high high above me yeah that's that's the right key apparently yeah yeah okay yeah i interesting not i mean it's just generic rock song in my opinion (laughs) because i was not a tenor of any capacity neither was i They had me sing um, bass in my fucking high school choir. I'm like, I was really, I was considered an alto in middle school and a bass in, in high school. And I don't know why they were and, literally like, you're a man, right? Apparently you're a man. Well, like we had ample tenors. We had, we had, uh, there was something special about like one of our tenors. He's like, whatever's higher than tenor but isn't an alto because alto is for women apparently uh and i'm yeah. like I, I i some something special for one of our tenors and like we had a lot of high-pitched men and i was specific i was the bass singer i was oh singing low pitches like this <laughs> sorry the one thing in my high school choir that like people would ask me to do and i was like oh yeah no i i sing bass and they're like, oh, can you do the giddy up? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. You just did. <laughs> Love it. Um, But there's one lyric and she's so high that I have never understood. Which one? And it's she's touch, smell, sight, taste and sound. <laughs> okay. Like, What the fuck do you mean? She is touch smell sight taste you just listed off your senses but she is all of them yeah how is she all of them well fun fact trace you can perceive a human being through all five of your senses why why is she (laughs) (laughs) like why is she these things not that you can perceive her in these ways um I like somehow i can't believe that anything should happen i like the implication that he he perceived her in this specific order like he touched her first and then he smelt her and then he saw her and then before she could say a word he licked her and they got a taste <laughs> and then she she made a sound then fi- she screamed and she slapped yeah, yeah. him 
<laughs> and that's why he can't obtain her. That is why she is so high away from him. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, clearly. That's, what, he's the, that's to what, like... what the song is about. It's like he's literally self-deprecating himself. It's like she is so out of like I'm not joking. The song is about like a woman being out of his league because it's like she's so lovely. She's so high like Cleopatra, Joan of Arc or Aphrodite. Interesting. Which also don't know why Joan of Arc was added in there. That's a that's a warrior. Yeah, but wasn't like Joan of Arc can like seen as conventionally pretty all the time i mean i assume that it was added in there specifically just because she was a woman (laughs) (laughs) ah yes because there aren't that many women in history well Well, actually i'm telling you like if a woman has to be a folkloric hero she has to be pretty for some reason all the time yeah (laughs) all right let's move on what's the next song Fine, God, I'll move on from She's So High by Tal Beckman Bachman. I don't know how to say his fucking last name. Uh, All the Things She Said by Tattoo. Nope, never heard of it. All the things she said, all the things she said, running through my head, running through my head. Nope, never heard of it. (laughs) I'm sucking at singing right now. But Tattoo. Oh God, I'm looking at the fucking lyrics. That's all the song is, isn't it? There's yeah, like there's like but, two verses that aren't all that, and then it's just the chorus over and over again. Yeah, well, this song is very famous in queer spaces, actually. Interesting. Okay, why? Wait, rainbow, rainbow overlay right now for this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll change. I'll change the overlay solely for this. Honestly, I could. Because the music video is two girls dancing in the rain together. Hell yeah, love that. Um, and it, it's very lesbian coded. Oh, I love that. Maybe um, maybe it shouldn't be rainbow. Maybe you should put like the fucking lesbian flag. Oh, lesbian flag. Let's I could. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Sapphic flag. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think I think that like tattoo may be like the lead singer is lesbian because the song is all the things she said yeah. sung by a female singer. So it, but the music video is very iconic. Like there are so many people who will like remake it for like jokes and laughs because it's a fun little gay moment two girls just kind of running around flipping up the puddles and like playing in the rain and it's very good and it's funny because they also have like this chain link fence that they like press themselves against <laughs> it's, interesting it's iconic huh everything about um all the things she said is just queer joy yeah it's, it, i mean it, unless i'm like misremembering the lyrics and it's like actually it might actually be a breakup song but like possibly just there's so many things about it that i just attach to queer queerness now if i'm in serious shit i feel totally lost if i'm asking for help it's only because being with you has opened my eyes could i ever believe such a perfect sun surprise i thought that said sunrise i might be dyslexic i don't know maybe it's not a breakup song i keep asking myself wondering how i keep closing my eyes but i can't block you out want to fly to a place where it's just you and me nobody else so we could be free Nobody else so See, we can be is, free. This is, is a very it's, queer it's song. Sapphic joy. This is very <laughs> queer. Oh, I love this. This is a, f- I, and it's a good song too. Like it's repetitive, but it's so fun to listen to and sing along with and just jam out to. And it is iconic. Nothing but love for our girls at Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> Which, also, I don't know what they did after. But they'll forever be in our queer hearts. Well, they are a one hit wonder, so I mean that they start they had a reunion in twenty twenty two. That's good. Interesting. Did it do anything for them? It says, however, due to persistent issues with the ongoing pandemic, they decided to postpone until spring 2022. Uh in September they performed together at, under the name Tattoo at the Dynamo Stadium. 
This was followed by another performance. Oh, they're, they're still performing. Okay. They're, per, they're performing all around Russia right now. I'm happy for them. Hell yeah, that's Go cool. Go off, lesbians. Coming up next, we have Butterfly by Crazy Town. Okay, I've heard the name Crazy Town before. I don't think I've heard of Butterfly, so, though. New Metal. If you've listened to New Metal at all. What the fuck is New Metal? Why is that different from new Old Metal? metal? In Do you, I need to go like in in you metal new metal? What? Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> what? Um, that, anyway, that's not a that that can't be a, a fucking genre. That's a real thing. New metal. It was for angsty white guys who didn't want to listen to punk music. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um, Google Lincoln just describes the genre as rock. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, because Lincoln Park was considered new metal. Um, I think Three Days Grace was considered new metal. What's Three Days Grace? Oh, these are names you're not going to understand. I don't no, know. I, I, I know of Lincoln Park because I remember uh, uh, there was there were Lincoln Park songs <laughs> that were very popular on Flipnote Hatana back in the day. Whatever. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to skip over whatever the hell that was. You wait. Do you not know uh, what Flipnote Hatana is? No. Oh, that was the 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 DS like the DSI. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A, that one. Okay. Because you could post your flip notes online, and then a lot of people made like very it, uh, honestly yes, very okay. similar like remix culture as TikTok is today, you know, but with drawings instead of dancing. Who's who is um you Cloud from Final Fantasy? Do you know what Cloud's enemy is called? Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, Where is this going, Trace? In, when I was in middle school, um, one of the there was a Nickelback song called "Next Contestant." Yeah. Um, I think it's a Nickelback song. Pretty I sure don't know. it is. Could be a... <laughs> don't ask me. Don't don't pretend that I would know anything. <laughs> but I used to watch this edit of Cloud fighting Sephiroth in like an old abandoned church to the song "Next Contestant" by Nickelback. Yeah, I mean that that was just kind of the culture <laughs> of video media back then. And to me, that is the official like music video to that song. <laughs> there is nothing that. else that could could compare. I fucking because... love that. And it's also about, it's like literally the lyrics of that song are, did you just put your hand on my girlfriend? I hope you do it again because he wants to kill, like have an excuse to kill him. <laughs> so I'm like, did Sephiroth, like, to me, I'm like, did that fucking twink in all the, in the black robes, like grope his girlfriend? What's going on? Because I'd never heard of Final Fantasy before. Oh yeah, me neither. Like, I didn't until someone showed me the game and I was like, hey, that's that twink from the music video for <laughs> Next Contestant by What? Yeah, that's how I learned who Cloud was from the Final Fantasy series. Interesting. And it blew my mind. Interesting. Anyway, the Crazy Town Butterfly song, the, the one, the part that everyone remembers is, come my lady, come, come my lady, you're my butterfly. I can't remember what happens after that. <laughs> ah, yes, this is the one part they're known for. No, literally the one part is come my lady, come come my lady, and that's it. He's just telling him to come. No, I think it's uh like trying to come over here, not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> throwing it back at me. <laughs> uh, the next song, we already talked about one Cyrus. Let's talk about another. Oh. Billy Ray Cyrus with Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah, we have talked about this one in the past. I don't. No, I'm saying we talked about Trey Cyrus, his son. No, I mean like pre- I think wonder. the previous episode of Rank Masters, we talked about Achy Breaky Heart. Did we really talk <laughs> about Achy Breaky Heart so recently ago? Yes. Is that what got me on my kick no, for hold One on. Hit Wonders? It wasn't last episode. It was the episode before that one because we were talking about unexpected queer icons, and I thought Owen Wilson was. 
Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's all coming together now. Hey, if, if you missed that episode, you missed a lot. Episode 20 was a banger. <laughs> People are listening like Owen Wilson, Billy Ray Cyrus. What the I fuck don't know celebrities. About? Okay. <laughs> I thought. I thought Billy Ray Cyrus was in Night at the Museum. It was Owen Wilson. Okay, <laughs> give me a break. Oh, man. No, Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart. The song actually sucks. I hate Achy Breaky Heart. I think I've heard um, it since then. And yeah, I agree. It's not that good. Since we've already talked about this and I've already talked about how he did have one other kind of hit with his daughter. Yeah. Like later on after she started Hannah Montana. I don't feel like we need to talk about well, it. Well, also, he's not a one hit wonder because uh, Lil Nas X exists. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and this list, I think, was made in like 2012. Holy, but that's an old list. Goddamn. Okay, fair. Oh, no, maybe not. Tw- no, it couldn't be 2012 because it has. Uh, uh, no, wait, Gangnam Style was 2012. Yeah, Gangnam Style was a while ago. Maybe that's where I'm getting 2012 from because this actually doesn't have any date on it. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, he was hot, though, back in the day. Interesting. He was very hot. <laughs> I'll, tr- I'll trust say. you on that. I will trust you on that. Next up, we have Calling Wherever You Will Go. Uh, Never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> it's like way up high or down low. Oh, Calling is the band. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I thought- Calling Wherever You Will Go. Gotcha. Uh, looking at the lyrics, no, I do not recognize any of this. Also, it looks very repetitive again. Yeah. So this song. I don't know why I'm surprised. <laughs> um, this song, what I love the most about it is it's apparently supposed to be a song talking about an older family member who is singing to their dead loved one. Huh? But the lyric is, no matter where you go, way up high or down low, I'll oh. follow you no matter where you go. <laughs> Interesting. It's like, wait a oh, minute. Shit. Are you saying that like your grandma or whatever you're singing about may be in hell that's an interesting thought to i don't huh because <laughs> like a lot of people listen to it and they're like oh this is kind of like a stalker kind of sounding song like oh wherever you will go kind of like the sting always watching oh my god i hate that song yeah that oh, song's so, so weird it's so and like the baseline's so boring too <laughs> Yeah, Sting has done better works, and I don't know why that song is the one that's so, like, connected to him. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah, The Calling never did anything else. Weird. <laughs> I actually think the band may have break- broken up after this album. Because the the way that um, the lead singer for The Calling got famous was because he lived next to a talent scout. <laughs> I mean, the original, you know what? That's the, one way to make it happen, I guess. And the original name of the band was Next Door. <laughs> I like that. I like that. There's your trivia. The next song on this list is uh, How Bizarre by OMC. How? And I know nothing about this song. Okay, so I'm not even going to look this look up then. Up. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Fuck this song. Because <laughs> the next one on the list, like people who are fans of this song are going to be like, what are you talking about? Please talk about it. You know Don't what? Fucking if, care. if you're a fan of that song, let us know why we should be a fan in the comments. I won't read it. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is Rachel Patton's fight song. What? And I think this is the most recent um, one hit wonder they have on here. Fight song by Rachel Patton. This is my fight song. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I remember this one now. Yeah, 2014 it looks like. Uh, We played this in Pep Band. Yeah. Really? I think we may have also played this in Pep Band. But the the reason I remember this song so well is in 2014, I went to church camp. Huh? Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I went to church camp. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess I shouldn't be reacting as strongly as I have been to the idea of church camp because I also went to church camp and that's how I discovered 21 Pilots. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. Like, literally, um, so this song uh, got famous the same year that 21 Pilots song that's like... Um, Stressed out, like, migraine. Uh, the one where he's like... Driving here, I sit cursing oh, uh, my car, government. Uh, yeah, mm. for not using oh, my tear in my heart, tear in my heart. Yeah, that tear in my heart. That's the same year that tear in my heart got famous, which was the breakout hit of Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, a lot of people no. don't remember that. Yes, it was. It was the breakout hit onto pop radio for Twenty One Pilots. Oh, okay. Um, because they would not get another hit until Stressed Out came out, uh, which for came some, later. For some reason, I thought Migraine was more popular, but oh well, my bad. No, it never it never got pop crossover. So weird. Um, <laughs> that's what I associate this song with: is going to church camp and finding out what Twenty One Pilots is. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel Platten, I have not thought of you <laughs> in so many years because as soon as I start thinking of you, I'm like, oh yeah, that one Twenty One Pilots song. <laughs> you know what? Fair. I like it. I, I like that. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah, so- Shout out Rachel Platten. I don't know. Like, she had a nice voice. The song was kind of boring. I really didn't like it. Yeah. The only thing I know about this song is it got very confusing whenever we tried to play it in Pet Band because, like, we had a high school fight song. And, like, that, oh, that was an iconic. Yeah, like, play the fight song. So, like, when it, whenever he shouted out fight song, like, we we had to ask which one. So we only played it like, for, like, a few games. But I remember I remember learning it on bass. Yeah, that, yeah, that would get confusing. I don't think we did that because, like, we had them all numbered. So, like, our conductor would like hold up like a yeah, no <laughs> finger number. Our, our pe- we only, I think we only had seven. This is eight. I think we only had seven songs. Interesting. Um, that this, we would play. This is seven, by the way. Um, but yeah, so yeah, only only seven songs of Pet Band. Yeah, we had like a whole seven? fucking book. We had like fifty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. This is gonna be really boring for anyone who doesn't have video right now. Uh, but I'm gonna teach you how to count to ten in ASL. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> cool. You didn't teach me shit, but I get it now. <laughs> you do it all um, in one hand. Um. Yeah. No. She would just hold up seven. Weird. Okay. <laughs> um. It's not like any of us knew ASL. Who do you think we were? We were country bumpkins. I, nobody knows ASL, but I, for, I try, okay, I probably shouldn't say nobody knows ASL. People know it. Obviously, people know ASL. <laughs> uh, but, like, a lot of people don't know ASL. The vast majority of people don't. It's just how I count now, because I, I think it's a good, it's a better counting system than trying to use two hands to count to ten. Like, you can count to a hundred on one hand right now. Hell yeah, that's cool. Um, that's fair but also yeah we had like 50 songs in our in our pet band and our director would just shout it give us five seconds to find the sheet music for it and then he's like all right go and if it's fight song we were expected to have it memorized so he'd go fight song two one two three and then we should go immediately straight into it i'm like okay <laughs> i mean okay that's fair because the fight song was the one that we played the most yeah yeah because so it's, like, it's your school song you know yeah, like I believe that was number one yeah so yeah, that, yeah. Like, uh, she would just go <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you'd have to get ready um because like bum, 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 yeah whatever yeah. um i found out next. i found out recently that my high school stole our pop song from a college <laughs> so coming up next on the list is actually seth's high school pet band Yo, song. Let's go! <laughs> no actually coming up next is actually nine days absolutely parentheses story of a girl oh uh 
is there a reason I should know this? Can you sing the lyrics song, to me a little like, bit? What's the most important part of this song? This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. But she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she smiles. Nope, don't recognize that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, don't, Not in the slightest. Like, I'm like, what the fuck just happened, Trace? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I blame my horrible singing on this and the fact that I don't have any audio in my ear. Wait, you don't have any just, audio in your ear at all? No, all I can hear is you. I can't hear my audio. Oh, okay, yeah, same. I don't I don't listen to myself whenever I'm like recording something. I That's hate bad. I you hate like. listening to myself whenever I record because it I it like slows me down. It makes me stutter whenever I listen to myself and I'm like, "Ah." Oh, uh, I can't, uh. like I have to listen to myself when I do things. Is like, there a reason the you don't listen I'm, to yourself? You can. Because I no, I can't. <laughs> My soundboard actually does not have the capability of doing that. You can do it through OBS. No, like it does not have the option. Like if I am getting audio from the computer on one source, it doesn't like actually let me do that. It's weird. Okay. I know that there's a way to do it through OBS, but when I do it that way, then it's actually like super laggy because it has to go through a different channel. Huh? I know it's so stupid. Okay. You know what? Okay. I'll, I'll trust you. You're the audio professional. Um, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I trust you understand what you're doing and what needs to work for you. Uh, I just hate um, listening to myself. I don't, I don't like hearing myself in lifetime. I'm happy to listen to myself afterward, which is why I'm an audio editor, which I'm, why I'm a video editor, I guess. But yeah. No, I love, this is a horribly boring conversation for anyone who doesn't care. Yeah, true. <laughs> I love being able to hear myself because like right now, I don't know the tone of my voice. I don't know, like a lot of it's the qualities of it it's just it's so distant from me when i can't actually hear it in my ear really you can't um, just tell like through your inner voice no i really can't huh i i, <laughs> I okay fair um so no a story of a girl actually i recommend <laughs> listening to it you may actually enjoy the song but <laughs> there's nothing else to really say about it other than it's actually a really good song pulling it up on youtube now here we go okay listen to like the first few seconds of it and you can hear the exact part that I was like, this yeah, because it, st- it yeah. starts off with that section. Um, yes, it's. Yeah, this is just generic rock. This is this is kind of yeah. boring, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm it's like generic rock, but it's good. Like, it's a good song. Ah. Like, I mean, if you listen to all of it and sing along and have fun and not just sit here and be a little high. That's true. Yeah, like, I mean, I, 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 boring rock song. don't worry, I'd be dancing if I had pants on. <laughs> Okay, sure. I just don't want I'm to show my dick on camera, praise. Trace. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. Well, with that sentiment, coming up next. <laughs> coming up next, we have Gautier featuring Kimbra with somebody that I used to know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is the yeah. fifth song I, I know by name, at least. Yeah. Gautier. Somebody that I used to know. Yeah. You didn't have to cut me off. I know, this is a, have, a strange <laughs> song for sure. You know? We were nothing. I'm trying to remember these <laughs> lyrics. Because I'm like, what the fuck was the song about other than just, was it just a messy breakup? Uh, That's correct. You, did, you didn't have to cut me off. Me off. Make, out, make yeah. out like it. Wait, like, what the? Make, never, make out, right? like, make out <laughs> like it never happened and that we were nothing. That, yes, that okay. doesn't flow at all. Make out like it never happened and that we were nothing. Maybe it, I mean, was that it? it Make it out like flow, we never. Yeah. So you just have to wait. You have to wait like a half beat. 
Okay. I know. I was like, there's something there that's and weird. And I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger. Like a stranger it feels, so, feels rough. so rough. No, you didn't, didn't have, to have to stoop so low. <laughs> I'm changing my pitch so, so poorly. Uh, and I'm trying to match with you. <laughs> it's not working because I can hear your fucking audio. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I do recognize the song. I don't remember where I, I first heard it. It's a strange one, though. Like, it's not the kind of song you would hear and expect to be like a pop, pop song radio. yeah 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 no and i like love this song yeah i truly like my roommate back in college you remember him yes i do well. um he actually had the album that this song came from and he would play it a lot neat and it was it was very like art kind of pop style like it was very weird and exper- like not very experimental but kind of experimental there was a song on there that was like very preachy <laughs> about technology that i didn't like because uh. i hate when people get preachy about technology black mirror the song um, <laughs> right (laughs) um but it it, yeah i mean i wish there was more pop music that came out that sounded like somebody that i used to know because it was just very good and it stood the test of time because it is very good yay i'm I'm glad it's good you know it's a very abnormal i think anything that just breaks away from the mold of standard rock song as a pop song you know i I think that's cool be different i mean experiment Make, There's a lot that Old goes Town away Road. from standard rock song as a pop song. Yeah, but like, there really. isn't a lot of rock crossover into pop. Eh. <laughs> as someone who does not listen to a lot of music, I think you need to back off. They actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not. I'm not allowed to have opinions anymore. Exactly. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> you can have any more opinions. No more opinions. Opinions are overrated. Fuck them. Well, I mean, because a lot of what you listen to is rock music, right? Buddy, I don't listen to anything. I don't I mean, listen like, to music. Like I used the to. The stuff that you did listen to was ba- rock music. Back in high school, I listened to yes. 21 Pilots and Mute Math and a Little yes. Mother Mother. But that's it. So, that's yeah, like... More rock type stuff. Because like, I wouldn't consider like Katy Perry or Lady Gaga or Beyonce or any of that to be rock in any way. But that's like what dominates the pop charts. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> no. end of sentence so i'm done having thoughts my my brain's gone now what's next uh weedus teenage dirtbag how many more do we have how far on the list that's are we? it oh that's, that's it, it. Weedus, nice teenage dirtbag who names their Which, band weedus um so <laughs> in my mind weedus isn't a one-hit wonder um because yes they have teenage dirtbag um <laughs> which is She's just a teenage dirtbag baby. They sing it like that. I actually hate the way that they sing that song. They sing it nasally like they're fucking clogged with their nose. Like they're they're like me right now. God, I can't. Same. Same, actually. <laughs> um, but to me, Weedus is not a one-hit wonder because I'm pretty sure my brother had the Weedus album. <laughs> Interesting. Which is such a stupid fucking album to have because it sucked. Uh... I mean, I understand why Teenage Dirtbag got big. It's very catchy, and the guitar is nice. And, you know, whiny kind of pop lyrics resonate a lot with little Teenage Dirtbags. So, I can understand. Huh. (laughs) I'm at the censorship part of the Wikipedia page for this song. Yep, please read it. (laughs) The second verse of the song originally began with her boyfriend's a dick, he brings a gun to school. Yep. 
Radio edits have emitted the word dick so, or make it sound like prick, but most modern versions of the song have the words gun to school covered by scratching sounds, and it, when asked, it was because of the Columbine High School. Oh, God. Yep. But it was re-recorded in 2020 and it retained the original lyrics. What? Okay, I did not know that part. Huh? What? Why would you re-record it and not change them? Why would you put that back in? That's... What the fuck? Yeah, um, so <laughs> that's the beauty of Teenage Dirtbag. Holy shit. Um, I, there are other one-hit wonders that I wish was were on here. Um, specifically, um, yeah. Timothy. <laughs> is that the song or the, the, the singer? The name of the song is Timothy. <laughs> Timoth- Hi, Timothy. <laughs> um, by the Buoys. Okay, interesting. Um, that's a song about two miners eating a man. Huh? <laughs> what? Yes. Trace, okay. what the fuck? It, I know this sucks. It's one of my favorite one hit wonder songs because I love the like the the the, the violin because it's like Timothy, which is the the violin that does the bwomp bwomp. Uh huh. And I actually really like it. I think it sounds great. Um, but the agony in that man's voice that he about singing about how like oh my god I just ate my friend Timothy. Wait, so good. This is from the perspective of the cannibal. Yeah, like a huh? singer. <laughs> yeah, this is from the perspective of one of the cannibals. What the fuck? Yeah. So anyway, good song. Look it up. I also really like Come On Eileen. Um <laughs> which is <laughs> Call me Eileen, which by, baby. Which is by Darcy's Midnight Runners, I believe. Is it Darcy or Dex Dexy? Dexy's Midnight Runners. Never heard of it. I love that song. Really good. Um Dexy is another name for like uh methamphetamine. <laughs> interesting so that's it's not a man it is a drug interesting um but oh man what other one hit wonders do i i don't know that's i'm gonna leave you with those two anyone else who wants to go and get one hit wondered you can listen to those songs i think you should all go out and try to listen to uh uh i'm lindana and i want to have fun the only the only one hit wonder that matters <laughs> that you care about is I'm Lindana and I want to have fun. It's the only one that I can actually remember the lyrics to because that's those are the lyrics. Um, <laughs> I'm Lindana and I want to have fun. That's it. There's nothing else. Comment down below what your favorite song from getting the band back together. The Phineas Ferb episode is. Um, Deep mine cut. Is, that's the one where they bring Love Handle back together. I know, but like. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna say how much of our audience do you expect to know that much about Phineas and Ferb? But actually, yeah, pretty All of pretty them. high. It's I a, think it, our target audience is our target Phineas audience and Ferb enjoyers. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, so uh, my favorite one is uh, "Don't Have Rhythm." I think is what it was called. That one was a good one. I li- I like that rhythm. a lot. Uh, ain't got rhythm. That's a banger. Really good. Really good one. Um, can't remember the the second best one is the one by the hairdresser. Yeah, the bass player. The yeah. So, thank you for listening. Uh, as we're the critics of internet lists, um, we I love one hit wonders, and it's my special interest for the next week. Yeah, um, you, you have week a when different I have special, a new special interest. interest. Is it going to be Sims again? <laughs> Is it going to be the Sims? <laughs> the Sims still are going strong. All right. Okay, we'll, we'll need it. We'll need an update next episode. But for now, thank you all uh, for Sims listening. Uh, check us out on other platforms. We got a TikTok. Please. Please, I'm trying. please find us on TikTok. Please, I don't, I don't want YouTube Shorts to win. Okay, 
Yeah, YouTube can't YouTube keep having everything. Kick and yells butts. Twi Twitch is dying, which means YouTube's becoming the streaming space. TikTok mm -hmm. it might get shut down by the American government. I don't know. So YouTube shorts <laughs> Let's are taken off. Montana. I'm. I don't want YouTube to win everything. Okay, they don't deserve to be a monopoly. Uh <laughs> Anyway, for those of you who watch us on YouTube, hi. Thanks. <laughs> we love you. Love you. Um, kiss me straight on the lips. Yeah, do it. I'll watch. I'll, I'll film it. We could we could put it at the, the the start of the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>